Jesus, he knows me. Genesis. And before that, the birds. Jesus is just all right. Of course, we're playing Jesus's songs because we're doing Nail Up Day for 2018, boys and girls. How exciting is that? And isn't it interesting that Jesus is getting such a big discussion in music? There's little Phil Collins and Genesis talking all about, you know, talking to Jesus and, and everything else having a bit of a yarn, sitting or kneeling by the side of the bed with his little hands clasped in a praying kind of a situation, going, I'm talking to Jesus. I would have thought you would have been talking to God himself. Then again, Jesus is, of course, God, which, of course, is also the Holy Spirit and as well as being God. Well, fuck me, that's con- that's confusing. I don't understand that. You're on the Vinyl Lounge on Nail Up Day. And of course, we are celebrating Nail Up Day. Now, you might wonder why we are celebrating Nail Up Day. If you're um, a virtual pagan or a heathen or something like that, and I'm sure there's many around, AP. Oh, very many, one would think. Although probably not as many as I would like to think. Because about 95% of the world's population believe in some kind of uh, religion. And we'll come to that a bit later on as well. But for the purposes of the demonstration, we are dealing with the Christian faith. The lunatics from the Christian faith, your Roman Catholics, your Presbyterians, your Methodists, your Church of England, your Baptists, your bloody, what else is, is there, your, your Mormons, your um, uh, Seventh-day Adventists, your Hillsongans, and oh God only knows whoever else, yeah, all your evangelicals. United Church. Uniting Church, or well, isn't the Uniting Church like a breakaway from the Methodists and the Presbyterians? Yes. When they actually, after they'd broken away from uh, Rome and became part of the Reformation uh, and what, 1642 or whatever, or 642 or whatever it was, um, with Martin Luther, not Martin Luther the King, but Martin Luther, and he hammered the thing on the door in the church that time and said, we're fucking off from yeah. the Roman Catholic Church. You can shove that up your ass because they're too busy touching up little boys. Which, of course, they did do a lot in those days. And they were also married. They had wives and they had girlfriends. And they were just living the life of Riley in those days. But that's a different I've issue just, again. I've just looked up uh, the top ten Jesus songs. Do tell. And I don't need to cast too many aspersions. Uh, but uh, it starts at number 11. Figures. Something about, the, something about these religious people. Yes. They can, they're pushing their luck all the time. The they, well, they like to do that. That's or 11, Jesus Put My Hot Rod by Ministry. Uh, when top, uh, Number 10, When Jesus Left Birmingham, John Mellencamp, oh. Human, 1993. Uh, Street Jesus by Aerosmith, 2012. Um, so I didn't copy a song from Australian Crawl uh, about Jesus, but I'm not sure Aussie Crawl did, that's why they haven't done it. Probably would uh, make sense, because they copied everything else. Just all right by the birds, which we've just heard oh, from. we've just heard that. Uh, clever enough to find on the system. Uh, Jesus in inverted commas by Queen. Oh, I was going to play that, but it's boring as batshit. Ah, well, they, uh, and you hate G- uh, Queen. Anyway. I, I hate Queen at the best of times. So I, I hate to think of them uh, with a song called Jesus. I, I'd, uh, I'd top myself. Uh, 1973, number six. Jesus gave love away for free by Manassas. Never heard of it. Two after splitting from David Crosby and Graham Nash. Oh, right. For the first of many times, of course, Stephen Stills found Jesus. Found him. Well, I didn't know he was lost. Inspiration, at the very least, it says here. Ha ha, religious joke there. With his supergroup, Manassas. Hardly a supergroup, I don't recall them. 
No, neither, neither me. Uh, specifically via the pedal steel slathered country thwang of his tune, Ooh. featuring Al Perkins of the Flying Burrito Brothers. Oh. Yes. And number five, Gethsemane. Who? Film, Gethsemane. How does that got anything to do with Jesus? Is it another name for Joe? I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, it was a song featured in Jesus by Superstars. Oh, that explains it then. Yeah, well, I don't recall uh, seeing it at all. Live or... Oh, I saw it. Didn't read the book, the stage show or the movie. Saw the um, movie and the stage show. Uh, 11, L-E-V-O-N <coughs> by Elton John from Madness Across the Water, 1971. Yeah. Although Bernie Taupin mentions Jesus by name in his lyrics for Elton John's Top 40 Hit 11, his elliptical references bear only tenuous similarities to established gospel and do little to clarify who this 11 guy really is. Oh. That's just a lot. So, uh, That's very I don't tenuous. Know how it rates in number four of the top ten yeah. where they've listed 11. Sounds uh, shit. When it doesn't actually mention the bloke by name, it substitutes a name which they think is 11 means Jesus. Yeah. Uh, number three, Jesus, the Velvet Underground 1969. Thought about playing it. Uh, number two, After Forever, Black Sabbath, in its reality, 1971. Um, and uh, the lyrics apparently say that After Forever is proof that anyone can have a talk with Jesus. Right. Well, we know I'm Genesis not, just did. I'm not sure that is actual proof, but anyway. And uh, number one from ZZ Top from Trey Ombre in 1973 is the song Jesus Just Left Chicago. Are you playing that one tonight? No. No. No, I mean, where's Jesus He Knows Me by Genesis? Huge hit. I would have thought that would be, uh, and you've obviously just played it, uh, I would have thought that would be number one. I think that's a very poor, uh, very poor list. I am just... Hear that click? Very poor. Delete. Deleted that website. Gone. 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 Anything to do. Now, boys and girls, as we were pointing out, of course, Jesus was, in fact, uh, crucified this day, potentially somewhere between 30 and 33 AD. So we've got a bit of a stretch in there in, in the time frame, but let's not worry about that. And why, you may ask, was he crucified? Now... There is some uh, suggestion that it had something to do with the fact that he was a bit of a cult leader. But uh, we know if you look at the Bible and you read between the lines, you get the true story. And basically, Jesus of Nazareth, so we call him Jesus Nazareth for the purposes of the demonstration, had some mates. We had Peter, who was of course born Simon, which is a bit weird in itself. Andrew, who is, of course, the brother of Peter. James, the son of Zebedee. And John, who is also the son of Zebedee, and therefore the brother of James. Bartholomew, who was also known as Nathaniel. No, 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 Nathaniel. Judas Thadassus. Philip, Thomas, James, the son of Alphesus. Simon the Zealot. Matthew and Judas Iscariot. Now, when you think about it, there's some good Jewish names. Yeah. When I think of a good Jewish person, I don't think of Chaim or Yossi. What are you doing? Why are you over there? I think of Peter, Andrew, James, John, Bartholomew, Judas, Philip. Come over here, Philip. Anyway, all these good Jewish names. Yes. And he got together with these people. He started out in school. Now, I don't know whether you know this, AP, 
But Jesus, when he went to school in the early days, he, he started to hang around with a couple of these blokes. John, Bartholomew and, uh, and Philip in particular. Thomas was a bit of a latecomer. Anyway, he, he grew to, you know, to hang around with these guys, as you do in school. And then he met the other ones as life progressed. And uh, they took it upon themselves because they thought they were a bit of you know, toughies. You know how like you get that sort of tough kid in school? You know the one that goes around bullying other kids? Yeah, well, tips you up or Dan pinches your lunch. Exactly. And this is where it started, of course, is that Jesus and his gang were tipping up other kiddies at school and stealing their lunch money. Oh, bastard. Exactly. And it progressed further and further as time went by. And they've got a bit of a reputation around the whole um, Nazareth, Bethlehem kind of area. And down by the Sea of Galilee, where they sort of moved down towards it, and they started to do strange things as part of their ganging kind of activity, their gangster activity. We didn't have gangster rap in those days, but the music that they were listening to and singing was the equivalent of gangster rap today. They were wandering around in their long flowing robes and their sandals, which set them apart with their long flowing hair, I might pointing out, and looking very white, very Anglo-Saxon. Hippies. Exactly. They were hippies. They were hipsters. They all had beards, although they didn't know how to make coffee in those days. <coughs> Pardon me. And they would go around and they thought they were pretty bloody tough. And so they became the number one gang around the Sea of Galilee. And even in the Bible, it points out how they were gangsters and the sort of activities that they undertook when they were gangsters. And I draw your attention to Matthew 21, 12, where they wandered in this particular day where these poor, unfortunate merchants were just hanging around trying to sell their wares trying to do some business. Good Jewish people doing business. People like money changers, cow sellers, that sort of thing. And along comes this gang of hoodlums, the Jesus gang. And they come in and they kick over tables of money changers. They let go goats and cows and force them outside. And it's not as if they were in the temple. They were in the courtyard of the temple, so they're outside the temple itself even though no one actually understood what a temple was in those days. It's not as if there was the Roman Catholics going, Hallelujah! Or anything like that. And they created mayhem, ladies and gentlemen. And of course the cops were called. But of course they didn't have pepper spray at that stage of the game. That wasn't until much later. When they wandered down towards the Sea of Galilee and there's a whole bunch of people starving, being hungry and everything, and they decided, we'll sort this out, we'll make it look like, as did the Italian Mafia in New York, try and make out that they're for the people. So they raided some fishermen and a baker up the road, a baker's delight, and they stole a couple of loaves of bread and a few few, uh, fish from the fishermen. And they created 5,000 bits of fish and chips and some bread to go with it with a bit of tartare sauce on the side. No salad, of course, because you wouldn't have salad in the desert in those days. And they fed the people and the people thought they were wonderful. But the cops came along and that was the first time that they were arrested. They were taken up to the big house, put in front of the beak. And the beak said, well, I don't know, you know, you 
mistakes. You're, you're a little like little hoodlums, frankly, but I'm going to let you go because, let's face it, Jesus, you've had a hard life. Your father was the Lord God Almighty. Your mother was attacked by him. So we're going to let you off. And so they escaped justice. And that was the beginning, AP, of where they then realized that they could get away with virtually anything in the name of Jesus' dad. Like the hoods. Exactly, their hoods. Hoodlums. And I don't know about you, but when you read the Bible and you actually study it, as I obviously have, as you can tell by my you know, quoting of one particular verse, you can clearly see where it's all going to end, can't you? It's not yep. going to end well because who is going to win? You've got the Roman Empire, the most powerful empire the world had seen until that point against a gang of 13. It's not going to end well, is it? It's not going to end at all well, listener. But we'll play some music and then we'll come back and we'll learn where it goes. Long hair and sandals. Can't send him to the principal's office because his old man ran the job. Exactamundo. But they're way way past going to the principal's office. We're now in front of the big guys, the cops, the local Nazarethan police force, the NPD police department not police force so boys and girls that's the beginning of the story of the Jesus gang a little bit of Alice Cooper my god from the Lace and Whiskey album I want you to listen to the words certainly the beginning of the organ right here you're on the vinyl lounge Scotto Bazza no it's not it's Scotto and AP see how I've been doing that for so long I can't remember where I am lucky I've never changed studios <laughs> 